Welcome to the I Love Monday Show. I'm your host, Mr. Monday, and with me tonight is my favorite person, Kat. Oh, hey. Aww. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? You ready for the holidays? No. No, not at all? Not at all. This is our last show until the new year, you know. Oh, my no, God. next week. We have one next week? We have one next yeah. week. I'm not showing up. Good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about your Patriots that you love so much. Yeah. I mean, I love them, too, but they're done. They're not done. They're not Plus, done. They have a great defense. Um, yeah, tell us about the sports The defense thing. was great in the second half yesterday. That was it. Well, listen, they're allowed to make mistakes as long as they get better and better. Brady is eventually going to hook up with his receivers. They're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out by Buffalo. All right, let's make, a, wa let's make a wager. Cincinnati. Let's make a wager. They're never right. gonna, the, the receivers and Brady aren't going to hook up this year. It's not going to happen. Next week's like a walkthrough. So. Okay, that's fine. Especially when you're taping it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a walkthrough. Then they, then they play Buffalo, which is yeah. going to be easy, who has a great D, and they shut us down up there. Mm -hmm. And then who do we have the last game, Miami? Miami. I think we're in trouble. Listen, we'll see, dude. We might be the wild card team this year. We'll win the division. We're going to win the division. We're going to win the All right. division. I'm rooting against. We still, I mean, <laughs> everything. You're rooting against them? Yeah. Why? You just hate I it? just, I can't have another three days of people talking to me about referees. I just, <laughs> I, find something interesting and come find me. I, I don't care. How bad anymore. did the refs screw up? It's been 12 years of this. The refs did screw up a lot, but we were in that, we should have never been in that position. Right. They could have made more plays, but the refs did, the refs absolutely blew it, so... Yeah, they were consistently are, horrible. No, they do they get penalized? Do they get fined for like some of those are really bad calls. Like, like I don't know how that works. It looked at one point when uh, was fight. it Myers or somebody that almost had the touchdown or Harry? Nikhil Harry. Well, both both of them. Nikhil Harry had a touchdown. Why wouldn't you rule it a touchdown? And that way it would get reviewed versus because just saying because they, 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 they thought he stepped out of bounds and like one their, guy their did vision was there was blocked. a little bit of confusion right when it happened. They said Looking. the guy's vision was blocked by one of the Chiefs players, so he thought he stepped out of bounds, so there was no touchdown. I'm telling you, you should have let the play go on. It's 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 2020. It. We should be putting like GPS in the football, and it should just be when this part of the you could be, you could tell if this portion of the football has crossed this part of the grid. With all the technology today, you're right, Clusky. It's ridiculous why we don't do that. I agree. You know, these, uh, these referees, right? Do they, is this their full-time job, or do they have full-time jobs? No, a lot of them work full at Foot Locker. <laughs> 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 Who is Miss Monday this week? Miss Monday this week is Stephanie Nemi. She's from Berwick, Maine, where she lives with her amazing family. Uh, she was formerly a math teacher, but now she models full-time. Well, that's pretty sweet. She's 40 years old, and she's looking great and feeling great. She loves Mondays. And as always, Miss Monday is brought to you by Vesuvius in Salem. Head down to Two Paradise Road for the most amazing pizza, sandwiches, and salads around. They also have a new coffee shop next door. You got to check that out. Good ice creams. I can't believe she's forty. She looks like she's about thirty. Yeah, think? we got to find whatever website she's modeling on because I got I got you know a lot of free digital minutes. <laughs> she looks good. She looks good in the pink. A lot of the girls don't buy the pinks, but she bought a pink. Yeah, the pink's hot. It's like a little highlighter. Yeah, it's nice. That's nice. <laughs> in Vesuvius, great pizza again tonight. And they sent us some uh, garlic bread, which was beautiful. Delightful. Your breath is horrible yeah, from it. Their pepperoni it. cups up nice. They do it right. All right. Put the sand motion right there for the pepperoni. That was nice. Pepperoni, my balls feel good. Something pepperoni. like that. Yeah. Let's shoot the shit. <laughs> Kentucky judge uses her chambers like a frat house. Dawn Gentry is accused of having threesomes in her office with her secretary and a guitar player that she hired to work at the court as her case specialist. She allegedly asked a female attorney to sleep with her husband while they were getting divorced so she could accuse him of infidelity. Gentry, it is alleged, also asked the woman to have group sex with her or the guitar player. This lady's amazing. She Others is claim they were replaced if they did not donate to her re-election campaign. Why wouldn't you want this lady in office? She'll fuck you. <laughs> uh, is she completely out of line or is she just cool? 
She looks crazy. Um, is her secretary a male or female? That's what I like. It's a female because she. Oh, so yeah. she's like into weird. Like, the guitarist is the guy. Oh, he's got a guitar between his legs. Yeah, I understand. What's she's it? a judge. I mean, this is all about lies and revenge, what, what she's doing here. So you're a judge. I mean, you can't do the stuff at your house, not in the chambers of your work. Listen, dude, oh. she's, a, she's a fun US time. Courthouse. She's not allowed to let anybody into her private chambers. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, dude, she could swing a gavel, so... I am under the impression, I don't know, like, the legal thing, but I think she could have two, three, or even four men in her private chambers at one time, legally. They found a diary she wrote. She wants to have sex with zoo animals. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I hope they're mammals. I mean, wouldn't they be? It's, if it's not warm-blooded, I'm not into it. No. Reptiles at zoos. Although, yeah, I don't know. Dolphins are warm-blooded. <laughs> I mean, this is definitely a scandal. All right. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It sounds other like than having sex at work. This lady's got long hours, right? If she's just gonna flip the gown up and get one off, as long as justice is done at the end of the day, we should all be happy. Chris, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be happy with does that. Does she too. have what size breasts? Does she have an areolas? I'd like to know. Um, I don't Do know. We, we know? should weigh them. One of those, Objection. Like, I want one of those pro- produce. Uh, Produce weights. I mean, she looks like she smells good underneath her robe. What are you thinking? <laughs> She's got big ears. <laughs> <laughs> is, that a turn, is that a turn off for you? No. She looks huge. like a mouse. She's overcompensating. She looks like good Minnie Mouse. <laughs> Have you ever had a threesome with a guitarist? <laughs> <laughs> That's the most upsetting part. Uh, All right, let's go to the next one. <laughs> the Great Wild Hog Invasion. This sounds like a great add-on to that last story. <laughs> Feral hogs are digging up yards and eating plants in a retirement community in Windsor Hills, Texas. Residents say they're scared to go outside because they don't want to encounter the wild animals. Last month, Christine Rollins, who was 59 years old, she was a Texas caregiver, and she was mauled to death by a pack of hogs. Research scientist Jack Mayer says more than 6 million of the swine roam the U.S. and that they're more dangerous than sharks. You guys ever see one of these? I mean, I've seen pigs, but not, like, the hairy ones like that. Dude, is that what they did? Jesus. Have you you've never seen a big, hairy, wild hog? <laughs> Not even in college. Every day I see that, but I mean... Community we're shower. About, we're talking about a pig here. It's hairy? I mean, pigs are vicious. Well, that, right? That's what we're talking if about. You, if you taste yeah. it like bacon, you got to be tough, right? <laughs> They're dirty. They're gross. I mean... Did like, she not see them coming? But I mean, there's so many pigs. It's a Maybe she had her, She was menstruating. You can buy a machine gun and shoot te- uh, pigs from a hearing? helicopter in Texas. It's a, it's a service. <laughs> <laughs> They're not sharks. How much do these th- how much do these things weigh? What do they weigh? They're about five ninety nine a pound at the stop and shop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite meat from a pig? Bacon. That's the only one you know. What's your favorite? Uh, the six inches below the belly button. <laughs> You're a pig. All right. What say? Let's go to this next one. Seven kids who froze to death in icy lake came back to life. A Danish school trip went extremely wrong when their boat capsized in an icy lake and children were thrown off. The school children died as their hearts stopped beating for six hours, but doctors at the hospital tried a new method of warming their blood, which miraculously brought them all back to life. This is the first time it has ever happened, and it happened six times, apparently. Wow. I thought seven. Seven. Well, one kid died? Um, I don't know. Let's say that, yeah. I, let, let's hope that the kid died rather than I was wrong. Yeah. I mean, do these kids all have brain damage now? What's going on here? Well, they're they're Danish. They weren't very smart to begin with, so <laughs> it'll be fine. So, I thought the Danish were pretty smart. 
no, it's just, somebody that works with kids, I, I don't feel like a bad child care worker. I've never dipped a kid in the ice cold water. I'm not doing that bad. But the thing that was different about this was the process by which they warmed their blood. I have no idea what that would be, but what were they doing before? Like, just like, so they froze radiator? to death. They froze, you, heard, you know, you heard the term free, freezing to death? Yeah. They froze to death. They're dead. And then they get some warm-blooded thing and bring them back to life. Well, somebody this said, isn't oh. new. This isn't new technology because <coughs> Encino Man came out in like 91, 92. And that dude was frozen for like hundreds of years. So, like, I'm not impressed that these kids were like cold for a few hours and then came back to life. Encino Man came back to life, learned a whole new society, and built a pool. Like, what did these kids do? I know, but sometimes dead Losers. is better. <laughs> I'm, I'm having These a kids are going to have pet cemetery I'm having a hard time we, It's pretty this. obvious that we're going to have a sequel to every Ring movie now. These kids are going to be horrible chud children. We're not going to be able to trust if them. They start doing weird stuff. They burn when they go inside of churches. They, You know what I mean? They eat rats. There's, there's something wrong with them. I think the teachers did this on purpose. Every teacher's dream. You know? <laughs> Terrifying moment at the car dealership. This incident filmed on Tuesday by surveillance cameras in the Citrus County, Florida. Uh, a white Toyota Camry flew 139 feet into the air over a dozen cars at a dealership. The driver was traveling along US 1919. When he lost control near the dealership, sheriff's office said the driver became dizzy and then veered off. The driver was treated for minor image damages. He's fine. Wait, the guy? Wait, do you see him jump like this with his arms up? Like, hey! Like, oh, the driver was later identified as Evil Camryville. <laughs> it's a Camry, to Toyota Camry. What year was that car? Do I don't know? know, man. But that—that's th- like a how many? That's that should be a Camry commercial right there. That's what I'm saying, dude. That had to be a souped-up Camry, right? If you're in Florida, he was dizzy. What do you think he was doing in the car? <laughs> Puffing paint. Yeah, yeah. I love that part. I, I like that he just puts his hands up like, "Hey, come on." It's good. Yes. Wow. But he didn't hit any of the cars over there. He just hit the parking 139 feet in the air. Wow. So I bet you they could figure out how fast he was going. There's like a mathematical formula to reverse figure that out. Like, Mm -hmm. do they, does he get like charged with the speed they would have projected him at for getting that distance? That's a good one. They got to bring in a fucking physicist to figure out how much time he's going to (laughs) do. Pythagorean theorem. Well, how many years do I get? Uh, It depends. Right, they put cool bumper stickers on the on the, all the cars that survived the massacre. There's no such thing. That's no. a cool bumper sticker. Last oh. one here. Flight attendant thrown off the plane for being too old. Ida Gomez Llanos claims she was harassed and bullied by Delta colleagues, encouraged by managers who wanted to replace her with cheaper and younger staff. After receiving annual pay, ri- pay raises over her 57-year career, that's amazing. She was working at about $250,000 a year, and they thought that that was too much. She was accused of sleeping and taking chocolates, uh, and that she wasn't doing a very good job. They got rid of her, and now she's uh, a dumb old bitch. <laughs> well, you I mean, you're sticking up for her, Klusky. I'm on her I side. I am sticking up for her. This is a woman who, there's a program here. She stayed with this company as a loyal employee for 57 years, and now that she's achieved How do you know rate, she was a good employee? Because I got a few headers off of her on those cross-continental <laughs> flights. I mean, you know what I mean? She was giving us double sprites. Kyla, don't pretend for the cameras. This woman helped everybody in the country. 57 years as a flight attendant. Do you know how many dicks got sucked because of this woman? That's fine. When did we have to say flight attendant and not stewardess? When did that start? And why? Um, Do you have any idea? They didn't like I, it? I put when no when, when the stewardesses started having penises, I think, was when it started happening. Oh, okay. That's, that's right. when I recall it. Yeah. Oh, you might be right. I'm a frequent flyer. 
<laughs> but my point is, is this woman stayed with the company. She wasn't always making 250 And as soon as she got to a point where, hey, now I'm making the same amount as a pilot. You sound like a disgruntled employee right now. Uh, I'm a disgruntled everything. <laughs> I'm a disgruntled customer. I feel bad for the poor old lady. I really do. But retire. You're going to have free flights for the rest of your life. Probably another 10 years. I mean. <laughs> but, here, but here's the deal. We don't push a police officer at that age to stop running into buildings and chasing people with a gun. This lady, all she has to do is bring you fucking crackers. She doesn't do open the door and close it. Yeah, that's fine. There's 200 other people on the plane. I'm she sure they'll all be trying to get that door open. They have neck. videos for and that. She doesn't even have to do that. Exactly. They, she has less responsibility now than, than she did when she started. She doesn't have to do anything because that's what they do on flights. She they has to take nothing. her teeth out twice a flight and make sure that the co-pilot is ready for his nap. She might be lousy to work with. I don't know. I'm sure she is. 57 years of customer service on an airplane that's a hard job she deserves whatever she wants how many mm -hmm. times has she had sex in the bathroom oh they do in the cockpit <laughs> you, you ever seat dude true story true story yeah we, it was a long <laughs> flight and i had asked three times for a separate meal because they only had vegan and meat and i don't eat either of those i wanted seafood and i the cockpit door was open and it reeked of fish in there and i made this huge deal saying that i asked for the fish dinner and they said that they weren't serving fish it, long, i won't get into the whole story it was just fish stench coming from the cockpit. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Only you, Klutsky. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, check out our premiere of the new Priest Academy, and we'll be right back with Hank Morris. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Hank Morris. It wasn't that bad, man. Are you kidding me? I dropped the fucking baby. Yeah, but only the people in the first row saw. Everyone else was on their cell phones. That room is terrible. Fucking terrible. People can't wait two hours for me to properly christen their kid. FanDuel isn't going anywhere. I got most of it on video. Destroy that video. You gotta see the fact where you were trying to say the Lamb of God and it just wouldn't come out. I don't want to see the video. I want you to destroy the video and then kill me. You shouldn't have opened with Corinthians. I know, Corinthians sucks. That baby sucked. Fathers! Uh, Good picture of you. Must have been hundred pounds ago. Wow! Uh, I only had three chins. <laughs> <laughs> More chins in the Chinese phone book. How yep. you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming up tonight. So I'm uh, to be here. You've been on the radio forever. Was was, was. not anymore. But now you get a podcast with Lobel and Lynch. Yeah. I do. I yes. do. Those guys are the greatest. Those guys are awesome. How's that going? That's it's so much fun. So when I was in high school, my high school yearbook it says 
I wanted to be Bob Lobel, the next Bob Lobel. I mean, the guy was a megastar. Right. He happens to be a really wonderful guy. He is a good guy. And uh, and then Mike Lynch, legend, Swab Scott. That's right. Yeah. Big, Big Blue, Blue Big Harvard Blue. University. Yep. Channel 5. So I was friendly with Bob for a long time, and um, I didn't know Mike Lynch well, but I worked with Dan Shaughnessy, who was friendly with him. And Lynch, he's uh, working two days a week. So now we go to George Gray's Lexington Toyota, 409 Massachusetts Avenue, Lexington, <laughs> LexingtonToyota.com. Um, so on Tuesdays, we go in and we talk, you know, we'll talk current events, we'll talk the Patriots, then they'll tell old stories because nobody's been a witness to more right. sports history than those it's guys. It's like 80 years between the two of them probably. A hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what about, didn't they, like, I remember when they were both on different channels. I didn't think they, they were kind of in competition, weren't they? Back you know in, what? Back in the day? They like to say that, um, you know, we did the same job for different numbers and different letters. Right, right. You know, there was a healthy respect there one time. And they told this story one time that, you know, Bob, I, I don't remember which one, but one of them went and they did an interview and they got back to the studio and they were both at this, you know, interview. And for whatever reason, one of the cameras malfunctioned. They called the other one. Yeah, we'll send the footage over. A lot of respect. That's cool. Yeah, a lot of respect. I used to think Bob LaBelle used to smoke weed before his podcast. No. No? No. Back in the day? He smokes weed now. No, but when he was on TV, he was smoking weed. No, he wasn't. No? He wasn't. He just got ADD. All right, he's just a little nuts. You know what? I'm going to tell you, a gem of a human being, honest to God. Yeah, he's awesome. And Mike, too. But actually, Bob is a big uh, marijuana advocate because he's had a lot of back surgery, neck surgery, and it's really helped him out. Yeah, I like Bob LaBelle. He's good. You know I've never smoked marijuana. Really? Once in my life. I would probably weigh about, what, 1,120 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you never even tried it, huh? Never tried it. Not even a pot brownie? Actually, this past year, this is a funny story. I, it was funny to me. My nephew began selling pot when he was, like, about 11. <laughs> Illegally? No. Of course. No, yeah, it's legal for 11-year-olds to do it. It's like a paper room. I mean, we are from Medford. Okay. All right. So... Uh, like he was selling it in middle school, and I'm not going to tell you which nephew it is because his mother doesn't like. Could you tell us the middle school in case? How many nephews do you have? <laughs> How many nephews do you have? Uh, a couple, more than a couple. <laughs> anyway, so we go on vacation and we rent houses side by side down on the Cape, and uh, so I go, hey, Harry, you go, eh, I want to smoke. He goes, uh, Uncle, I'm not smoking anymore. I go, not smoking? What are you talking about? I gave you a bong for your 12th birthday. I mean, he goes, ah, I'm a singer now. It bothers my throat, so he stopped. Then I had another friend who used to smoke on a regular basis. We went away, a whole group of my high school friends. Uh, so we went away, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to smoke with these kids. Well, guy forgot the, forgot the weed, so we started drinking. He's lying. We started drinking, and I ran down a long dock, Jumped off the dock thinking it was 10, 15 feet of water. Fat guy, shallow water. They shattered my leg in four places. Oh, Jesus. So you didn't get to smoke the reefer. Then I went down to Washington, D.C. I was visiting my daughter. She's in college. All her roommates smoke. She's like, you think I'm going to let my father get high for the first time with my college friends? You're out of your mind. So, so everybody just Never turned it out. down. Does anybody have any in here? After the show, you're yeah. going to begin. <laughs> After the show, you and Klusky. Well, actually, Locked. Klusky doesn't smoke, but... One I do with there's guys. college girls involved. <laughs> Is there like a 7-Eleven nearby? <laughs> how, what's a podcast? Like, how's it different from, like, the radio? Much different than live. Yeah. Podcasting, everybody thinks that radio, podcasting, but, and I did too, but it's so much different. Right. Ra with the exception of, like, sports talk and, you know, talk radio, news radio. 
it's kind of short format. They want you to do it in five minutes. Right. And what you can make funny in five, make it funny in four. Right. I didn't have that ability. That's why I'm unemployed. So right. <laughs> the nice thing is, is like podcasting is storytelling. It's like reading a five-page story. Right. You've got time, you know, and it's storytelling. No so you've got time, and people that are coming to those podcasts, they're expecting you to go on and tell stories. They're not looking for a four-minute hit. They're looking for a 45-minute story or numerous stories. So that's the, the right. biggest thing. You don't have to get up at 3.30 in the morning to do a podcast, which right. is pretty awesome. Right, right. And if you really screw it up, you can stop and start over. Not that we do that a lot, but on occasion... We'll do that. I think people like the, it, it almost feels like you, you're in the room with the person. Like, you're at your house, you just walked in, you turn the lights on, it's an empty, quiet house. You put on a podcast, it sounds like four friends are talking or whatever like that, because I think that's why podcasting is bigger. It's not some guy throwing three seconds of a soundbite at you. It's, yeah. it's buddies fleshing something out. It's not a contrived type thing. It's pretty organic. I mean, some of the stuff, we really don't, believe it or not, we don't really plan things out. We know that we're going to talk about a couple just of topics. But, shit. but once it goes off, like Bob told this funny story about uh, golfing with Bobby Orr and Carlton Fisk. And they played in a tournament, and then they were driving to a, like a, the seniors tournament. And he was driving along, and he said, and he was friendly with both of them, but he said, it wasn't lost on me that I was driving Bobby Orr and Carlton Fisk. You know? Right, right. And he said <clears throat> facetiously, I wonder what would happen if we get killed in a car crash. <laughs> I wonder what the front page of the Herald would be. Well, he was, he and was definitely Carlton Fisk said, uh, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't be in it. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Orr said, you might not even make the story. Yeah. <laughs> True. Right? Unless, unless it was in that Camry that we just saw jump 139 <laughs> right. guys in the dealership. Yeah, right. So Lauren and Wally, you were on that show for how many years? I was there 21 years. Wow. 21 years. That was 21 a great show. Know, best years. I always say, besides my own father, the great Al Morse, who's watching in Kennebunkport, Maine, probably on Twitch. For your dad? Hi, buddy. Yeah. Hi, What's up, pups? Hi, dad. Big Al. Lenny Clark loves my dad. And, uh, and Bob Marley, two of my favorites. They love my dad. Um, those two guys, two of the finest people you ever meet in your life. Like, just genuinely nice people who happen to be really funny. Right, right. And just, like, zero ego. The cleaning people have more ego. You know? Yeah. When did that show stop? My oh. cleaning guy looks like Bob Marley. Thanks for asking. <laughs> It was the 24th of this past June, day before my uh, 25th wedding anniversary. And uh, I got the word on a Monday. They called me in and basically said that they needed my chair for, uh, I don't know, Someone else? pizza delivery. I don't know. They needed something to stack the food on when I got there. So, yeah, so that week, that was the end of the Lauren and Wally show. Wally had retired three years ago. And it was Lauren and I and a couple of other people who didn't really care for me. And... Uh, you have enemies? So, no, I don't have any enemies. I don't think. <laughs> no. What, uh, who, I don't think. In my mind. Who who yeah. was the craziest guest you guys had on there? Tell me about a couple of guests. We've had some really cool guests. I, you know who was a really great guy? It was uh, twenty four Keeper Sutherland. Yeah. I always thought he was a gigantic e egomaniac. Well, he's not gigantic at all. No, he's actually he's like Polly Pocket. He's only about. I was going to say, did he? Have no, he's probably like five ten, but he is thin. What a genuinely nice man. He's from Canada. Everybody from Canada is nice. Yeah, Canadians are nice people. He was a little agitated because the Bruins had just beat the Maple Leafs again. He's a big Maple Leafs hockey fan. guy. That was good. So he was a really great guy. But I think remember the amazing Jonathan. Oh yeah, he was great. Yeah. Comedian, yeah. magician. Fox was like a year or two ago. So yeah, 
And then he was sick, and he was supposed yeah. to die. He didn't die, which is awesome. But he gave away all of his possessions. He gave and all those possessions he away. He to be really? dead. And then, then he, he had to call die. people back to ask yeah. him. <laughs> but it was either his wife or his girlfriend, who was also a performer, who was a uh, very nice lady. Yeah. But she could take, you know those like metal barbecue skewers that your mother used to have? She could take them like, and put them in her nose here, and you would think like, okay, he's gonna, she's going to look like a Martian. With the, you wouldn't come but, up. No, and, and then she'd pull them back out, and she would be fine. And then she would take them, and she would put them through the skin of her forearm, and they would pass through her skin. Like, no blood would come out. So that always stood out to me. Uh, it's weird. Self-mutilation, it doesn't he, really do any damage. He was, uh, he was rough at the end. He would, like, start out the show telling the audience, like, he's having trouble. And they even had staged things where if he missed a beat or screwed up, they had somebody dressed up in a Grim Reaper costume from offstage distract you yeah. till he got his beat, and then he would pick up a baby, drink blood from it, and then go right back into the act. It was, oh, really? it was pretty funny. A actually. baby's blood, you know what I mean? Yeah, keeps us alive. <laughs> well, that's why the un they freeze the umbilical cord now. Why do you think we have that big uh, storage freezer? Is that what that there? was? Yep. Yeah, we have a few. So you know, I'm, too. I'm fascinated by magicians. Right. You guys ever hear of Piff the Magic Dragon? <laughs> no. Who's on America's Got Talent? He's got this little dog, but they do, he, he could do crazy card tricks, and you watch, and you think you know everything, and you're like, you know, you have your card, and you put right. it back in, and then he takes it out of somebody's pocket over there, yeah. like Don Zolo. Don always had those crazy Zolo and Johnny Peasy do Peasy. a great card trick. Oh, my God, Johnny Peasy. Johnny Peasy. Peasy, Peasy and Zolo together are unbelievable. Johnny Peasy. I've never seen Don do magic. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few people who wanted him to disappear. <laughs> Don, Johnny Peasy. Don did magic once in the 80s, but we had him tested. He's fine. He's right. <laughs> Speak. Can I ask you, does anybody here have penicillin? Because yeah, I just used the bathroom out there. <laughs> did you sit in the toilet? No, I stood on the seat for crying out loud. Who would put their rear end on that? I did like the reading material, however. Yeah, that's nice. The main topic is A lot of good stories in that book. The reading, excellent. Yeah. When you were not allowed, right? Yeah. There was tons of, I mean, what kind of music was being played? All different? It was mostly classic hits while I was there. Really? You know, we played, you know, the Beatles, the Stones, uh, you know, we played a lot of Billy Joel, yeah. stuff like that. I thought there was, it was country at one time. Yeah, well, they called it the Dark Years. Yeah. Were you, the there, dark for, you years. were there for that? I wasn't there yet. Okay. That was probably uh, the early 90s. They were country. And, um, but you know what? That show really isn't dependent upon music. He used to play five songs per hour, and you know it could be any music. Just that they're entertaining people. Can we talk about your bike seat and the PMS? my bicycle seat? Bike seat and the Pan Mash. Do you want to know about the used bicycle shorts that I bought? Yeah. Yes, I'd like to hear people about have, this. People think that's weird. Yes. Does that seem? Yes. Yeah, were, were they? Yes. Were they washed? Well, it's like you inside so, of your body. At that so point. I have that Huffy Thunder Road, the Spirit of '76 one. Remember when with the motorcycle-like seat there? Yeah, I get that. A single speed. No, I actually I'm a uh, big fan of the Pan Mash Challenge. Uh, spectacular work. I mean, they just raised, I think, $60 million. Billy Starr, really great. So we were involved. And so I did 25 miles is a long ride for me. Yes. All right? Yeah. It's a long ride for anybody. So we get a bike. In a car. We get a bike over at Landry's on Commonwealth Ave. And they bring the bike out. And I'm thinking, like, eh, maybe the guy that brought it out, he hadn't seen me yet. <laughs> and it's like, it looks like, remember the flip phone, the Star Trek flip phone? It's like mounted on like a post. <laughs> and I said, when are you gonna put the seat on? He goes, oh no, that is the seat. So I go like, I'm not that good at math and science or geometry or whatever, but I'm thinking like, 
You didn't, bend, you didn't bend the frame. Did you? Can you help me? Oh no, they're light and very strong. They make about a pipe cleaner now. Remember those pipe cleaners when you were a kid? That's what it looks like. So anyway, I said, yeah, I need a bigger seat. Like, and he goes, no, 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 you need the shorts. <laughs> Have you ever seen, uh, most of the, what, the professional cyclists, they're like 6'2", 161 pounds. No That's ass. carrying the other bike on their back in case they fly off the course. <laughs> yeah. So he goes, no, you need the shorts. So I took off. I rode seven miles. It was like I got hit in the ass with a sledgehammer. <laughs> I went back and I bought the shorts, but the shorts are like 100 bucks. I don't want to spend $100 on anything, let alone Lycra shorts. You never wear them again. With a padded ass. Unless you go to prison. And then they, those are coming I didn't in. wear them then. Yeah, those would be good. <laughs> I'm not starting. <laughs> so eventually, I needed another pair. Because, you know, I was starting to try and train. So I go, screw it. I'm going to go get Craigslist and buy it. So I, I went, I bought them from the guy who was about the same size as I was, who tried to convince me that he was, like, a really big cyclist. I mean, I didn't lie to him and say, like, oh, yeah, I was a trainer until two weeks ago, and I just... I swallow a lot of aggression. <laughs> That's my pickup line on grinders that I wore through three bicycle, bicycle shows. <laughs> really? Yeah. It, actually, I get a lot of hits. You actually um, text. You texted me once. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Did yeah. the bleed oh, go yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, live in Lynn, right? Yep. yep. See, I remember. That's really. So weird. what I did, I bought the shorts, <laughs> and everybody thought it was disgusting. You bought a used pair of bicycle shorts on Craigslist. Oh. Do you That's know what the weirdest? That's one of the weirdest things I've ever heard in my life. Well. Let me ask you this. Have you ever... I mean, I, I have a newfound respect for you, though. Have you? Yeah. What are you doing Saturday at 2? <laughs> you put on a show with those shorts? Oh, no. I'll be there. No. Um, have you ever slept in a hotel? Yes. Most people slept in a hotel? You think the sheets were new for you? Well, no, but I, you know, I wrap the body up, I move it so to the side, and then I just think about what the mattress. Think about what happens in hotel rooms in those sheets, right? Yeah. Now, suddenly, my... Used bike shorts don't sound that bad, do they? Oh, it's still, both of those it things sounds sound like bad. I would put your used bike shorts over my head, just so you know, I would do that. Most sheets don't go directly up the ass. <laughs> yeah. How aggressively so do you sleep? You know what? I wanted to describe, I didn't know you could say that. Yeah, you, you can, can say, say whatever you, say you want. Do you want to see him? Hold on. I got a horn. I know. And the other thing. I got a shout out to my buddy Tom Walsh. He's a great cyclist. Who, Walshy? Walshy. Oh, yeah. Hung around with Obi, Fitzy, Mac. I know Walshy. Billy. Yep. Good kid. So he's a great bicyclist. And he's like really into bicycles. And he wears, he wears the, um, they have like overalls that like barely come up to your nipples and then they strap over. So that's what I'm going to be wearing next year. That's what you, no, no shirt underneath it. When it there's so you're training for this right now. For next year. Yeah. 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 I am. There's cyclists and bicyclists. So the bicyclists use boy and girls bikes. <laughs> <laughs> What's a tricycle? All right. Yeah. Kluska, what do we what do we got for Hank here? One of Hank's many hats during the morning show career included the morning traffic. So we were going to run through. Oh, yes, right. We're going to run over a few scenarios, see how he would have handled the routes. Um, it's always Hank? heavy, just like I am. Don't forget that. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving week, and the traffic is bumper to bumper on Route 128 South. You're heading from Peabody, trying to get to Route 93. What is our best way around the congestion? What I would do is I'd, I'd crawl along down through Wakefield, and I'd jump off of the 129 Rotary. I'd go to Honeydew Donuts. <laughs> it's a good honeydew over there. It's a great honeydew. They got the flavored iced coffee. 
They got like the old-fashioned cruller. Let's talk about your top three favorite donut places. I'd probably head back up <laughs> Congdon's Donuts in Wells, Maine. Okay. Mary Lou's anywhere there? What about the place no. in Medford over there? Oh, Demetz. Demetz is pretty Demetz. good. Demetz. Awesome. How about Kane's? Right, I'm missing. Johnny Peasy's place. Oh. Has <laughs> <laughs> that restraining order run out? <laughs> what about, they're pretty Actually, good. Actually, um, there was a place right in Brighton. You, um, not Town Donut. Twin Donut. Twin? Twin Donut in Brighton that's still there. You walk in, it's like 1942. And you get a plain, a chocolate covered. They're like the cake donut. That's a, hey, it's like an old Mrs. Foster's. Remember that? Right. Oh, Mrs. Foster's. Yeah. Oh, Mrs. Remember Foster. Them? She was so hot. Yes. <laughs> oh, when we were kids. She was like an old lady. You're into weird stuff. <laughs> Seriously, I, just, I like that. She I, likes, I'm actually really liking She it. was a hell of a bike rider. <laughs> what about there's a place in Salem called Ziggy's? Ziggy's. I love Ziggy's. Ziggy's is, yeah. Ziggy's is awesome. It's good donut. It's good donut. What was the great roast beef place in Salem? Kel uh, Kings. Kings is good. I like Kings. No, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, the track Freddy, side. Big Fred's. Uh, Big, Big Fred's, Fred's, home of the swimmer. Yeah. I knew what he uh, meant. Yeah, yeah. I knew what this guy meant. Is that still open? Big Fred's, home no, of the swimmer. That's something else. I think you and I, you, I think we might have had a tussle at Trackside. They still have a Bill and Bob's, Yeah, too. I think yeah. you beat me up once. Bill and Bob's, too. I mean, I was only six. You were four, though. That was the problem. You're from Swampscott. I have this, you know... Going back to 1978, some of my demons. My Little League team made it to the state semifinals. Yeah. And so I was a starting pitcher against Swamp Scott, Big Blue. We were from Medford, a little lit, cocky. Lit you up. Lit me up? Yeah. Oh, my God. They saw me from the Hubble telescope and out of space. I mean, they scored about 10 or 11 in the... I mean, I could run for office and win in Swamp Scott because <laughs> the baseball team used to love to see me coming. <laughs> they were good, those kids. Do you remember any of the names? No. Kids. Why would I remember those people? <laughs> I tried to forget them for 40 years. I, we played Swampskid football in high school, and they paralyzed our quarterbacks. So. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, they were tough God, kids. I'm sorry to hear. Oh, it's all right. I wasn't fucking them or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, not after that. Wow. All right, what's the next one? You got another one? Yeah. All right, you're driving from Revere heading west on Route 16 around 3 p.m., and things are moving pretty slow. You need to get to Medford in 15 minutes. How are we getting around the traffic? I'm calling my friend Vinny and Everett. You gotta have a guy. He comes out, he gets you. I got a helicopter guy. He gets you there. I got a helicopter guy. You get pulled over, you get him some <laughs> shrimp for Christmas Eve. Yeah, there's gotta be a cop that can just throw the lights on and let you get through. Uh, there, you know what? Police officers, shout out to the police officers. Those yeah. guys do old. Especially in Everett. Oh my God. No, that's not right. We gave a shout out to them five minutes ago when we did the donut review. So we'll, we'll keep, we're moving on to the last one. It's 5 p.m. No, I say why he, that's why he's like, he, you know, he's very funny, but he's behind the camera yeah. just for his right. own protection. Yeah, so yeah. Our faces oh, yeah. get put out. He has, there. Hey, he has warrants. It's for the audience's protection right. as well. It's 5 p.m. on a Friday afternoon, and you're heading from Boston to the Cape. Route 3 is a parking lot. What way can we go to get around the traffic and not sit bumper to bumper? By easy. 93 South, you get off Sullivan Square. Mm. All right? You get on Rutherford Ave. It's Rutherford, not Rutherford. Are you sure? Rutherford. Is it a baby rough? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? From the uh, Caddyshack movie, that kid is um, the baby Ruth. Yeah, he's a, yeah, Spalding. He's, a, he's around here, right? He's yeah. a car salesman or insurance salesman or something? Um, real estate. Yeah. Anyway, so you get on Rutherford Ave. You go over the Gilmore Bridge. Down to the city square, Charlestown. You weasel your way down in the surface artery, and you get all the way down. You go through South Boston, you get on Morrissey Boulevard, 
Old Colony to Marcy Boulevard. Go all the way down to the Ponset. The Ponset River Bridge, you get on Route 3A. You go the back route down Route 3A. Go by the old Beachcomber. And you stay on 3A. Like if you have to go to a bathroom, you have to go to the bathroom, there's a place to stop. You want to get a coffee, you want to get a beer, you can get everything right there. And you're not sitting on traffic on a route. Shouldn't be drinking and driving though. No. Is that another thing you do? No, I, I, no, I don't do that at all. Uh, how'd you get the gig doing that, the traffic? I was just a warm body, really. Really? I went. Um, and I got, th I got this. Tony V canceled. Don Zolo called me. Go, what are you doing? Monday night. <laughs> you were 11th on our list, and the other 10 guys can't be here. Um, I do remember you from the traffic, though. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, I had no choice. <laughs> Listen, if you were listening on June 23rd, maybe I'd still have a goddamn job. <laughs> Actually, um, I used to do news like at WXKSAM 1430, and uh, the great Judy Paparelli on the Maddie in the Morning Show. They needed a fill-in person. That was the AM station for Kiss, right? 1430. God, he pays attention, right? doesn't he? Ah, roll back the. Oh, tape. he's a radio guy. Yeah, 1430. Radio trap. He's got a. And um, <laughs> so, I was down the hall. So I would. I started filling in for Judy Paparelli, who was really great to me. And so then I filled in for like eight or nine years on the Maddie Show, and then I did it for two or three years in the afternoon with Dale Dorman. God rest his soul. And then after they fired me, they kind of figured out in 14 years what it took 21 years for the other guys to figure out. You've been fighting a lot, huh? Twice. <laughs> but I figured two, two jobs in 34 years isn't bad. No. 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 You know? Pepperelli sounds like they would be hot daughters. Like was that her married the, name the or was that her sisters? real name? Uh, I don't think she was married. I, that's, that's her real name, Judy Pepperelli. Great lady, great broadcast. She was very good to me, so I ended up... When she I was fired, a great broad, you said? Lady. I thought you said broadcaster abroad. <laughs> Fine lady, professional broadcaster, went to Tufts University, very intelligent. Can you spell Tufts? No. <laughs> T-U-F-F? Right. Did you ever wear Tufts skins when you were a kid? Yeah, I still got I wear them when I ride yeah. my bike. Oh, my God, my thighs You guys bleed. don't even know what Tufts skins are? Is it like a Tuxedo? Oh, they were like weird jeans. <laughs> yeah, they were... They were like weird jeans with that weird patch, right? On the weird, re had that weird patch on the knee. But take sandpaper and turn it around and put the rough side on on your skin. <laughs> okay. He does. First so. day of school. He does. Those are the you know your mother used to like. Oh, let me wash. The you day. had rashes. Rashes. I still have scars. Abrasions. And the worst part was I wore the huskies. When's the last time you had a good rash? Good rash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's got to be at least a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. You know, <laughs> don't wear corduroys. Yeah. Do you have any corduroys? Your thighs will catch fire walking down the hallway. I like corduroys. What was your favorite yeah. color corduroy? <laughs> Mine's red. I, it's I, I, trick question. I like brown ones. I like uh, used bicycle shorts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Listen, that's the weirdest story I've ever heard in my life. Well, oh, I Craigslist to buy bike shorts. That's where I draw the line, though. <laughs> I hope so. When I go to a hotel, though, I bring my own sheets. <laughs> yeah, new ones. Uh, like I go double to negative. Craigslist to find people to exchange underwear with on hotels, so it all just comes full circle. Oh. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. Your mother must be so proud. <laughs> we'll be right back with Hank with more from Hank Moss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you tired of getting bitched at for hanging out with the boys? Stay single.
A married man does not stay out like this. Not doing that again between breaks. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had a great run here the last 20 years. I mean, think about it. We suffered growing up, you and I. I mean, the Patriots, they played 14 games. They'd be 1-13, and 2-12. They sucked. And then finally we make it to a Super Bowl. We have Tony Eason. Yeah, 1986. Right. Yeah, he was a... What they used to call him? They didn't he have a nickname? Sally, I think, was what yeah, they was, called it was like, Seriously. <laughs> right. I forget the nickname for him, but no one liked him. Grogan should have been in quarterback. Grogan was tough. He was a tough bastard. Tough, he, he really was. was Grogan had a broken neck. Yeah, yeah, he, he was good. It was back when you could hit a quarterback, too. Right. Mm -hmm. You know. So what right. do you think about Brady? Let's talk about Brady real quick. You think he's out of here? You know what? 75% of me thinks he's going to California. Really? I think part of it, he's like, okay, my parents are a little bit older. You know, his right. mom had had a health scare and recovered. Right. He's from there. You know what? I, I just think he wants, and I think he's sick of Bob Kraft. I think he's sick of Bill Belichick. Yeah, I mean, 20 years. Look at, I mean, you're with the same company for 20 years. You never did that. Um, you know. No, I, I did. I was at 21. <laughs> thank you very much. No, you no, just saying, he's with these guys. 20 saying, years, you're with the same people. He, I mean, these guys, we've been together two years. They hate Yeah, he's saying he's been know? in a relationship with this for... It's I've only been here 35 minutes. I'm ready to get out of here. <laughs> you hit my guts. No, you much. know what? The honest to God, I think we owe everything to Tom Brady. Think about the fun and enjoyment we've had for 20 years. Well, it starts with Kraft. Starts with Kraft. Hey, Jonathan, what about this Tom Brady? Should we sign him? <laughs> um, but, but Belichick kept four quarterbacks... The first year Brady was there, he was the fourth quarterback. When has he ever had four quarterbacks? No, he, he knew Brady. Was no, he did. With them. He did. But so. you know when people were getting on his case about like the TB12 diet, right? I'm like we should be buying these things by the case. I know. Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, we went a long time with the, from 1960 yeah. to 2001, right? We didn't yeah. have a championship. Nothing. I mean, look at the Red Sox. 86 years. We won know. six, yeah. 18. Right. Years. Nine Super Bowls he's gone to. That's crazy. It'll never be duplicated ever. If they get rid of Brady, I won't watch him anymore. I'm just letting you know. If they let him walk, I'm done with them. That's you know what? Feel. I'm with you. I'm rooting for Tom Brady. Even if he plays for the Raiders. Now, what about the Sox mismanaging their money? What do you think about that? You know what, the, you know what really angers me? What? John Henry wants to spend his money on a soccer team. Yeah. Right. It's a good investment. Yeah, but that's a good soccer team. Yeah. Uh, you Probably know what? Soccer. Those were the kids who couldn't play Little League. Played soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in England. I don't mean here in the states. We're in the same gender. You know, we think the same when it comes to this. Yeah, I'm a baseball fan. Yep. And yeah. uh, I guess when you overspend and make really dumb decisions on some players, right? And you go, yeah, we're gonna dial it back a little bit. The whole thing's great. I want to keep Mookie Betts. I don't want to send Mookie any. I mean, he's a once-in-a-generation player. Yeah. I think if we kept Mookie Betts, we can get rid of some of the pitching, save money there, then develop prospects, save money there. Cat, what kind of car do you drive? Camry. Scion. Oh, a Scion. Toyota doesn't make it anymore. It's a, because it's a collector's item. Do you know where David Price lives? Because I'll go with you. We're happy to give him a ride anywhere he wants to go. We'll pay for the ride. Yeah, well, I just want to get rid of that guy. Yeah. He's we not nice. We didn't win that year without him, though. He was awesome. He was awesome series. for a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we he needed. He sucked the rest of his playoff That's career. That's all we and needed. And he was nasty to Eck. Yeah, that's yep. not cool. Eck's a good that's guy. Not, that's not yeah. right. He's going to be on the show in the new year, Eck. Eck? Yeah. Oh, my God. What you is he? You say John? David Price. I'm like, he what can't handle no, the No, not David Price. We want Eckersley. Hey, what do we Very got, Klaus? 
There's some big rumors swirling in Boston. We want to run a few would-you-rather scenarios by you guys, all right? Yep. First one's for Hank. There's a lot of speculation regarding Tom Brady's future. His contract voids at the end of this season. Hypothetically, if he leaves during the offseason, would you rather root for the Patriots next season or Tom's new team? I'll root for Tom's new team. I was not a Tom Brady fan. I loved Drew Bledsoe. And I thought it was patently unfair that he didn't really get a chance to get his job back. Right. After Mo Lewis almost killed him. I know. Mm-hmm. Right? Right, right. Sure. It worked out. The guy's a stud. Mm-hmm. And Bledsoe will even say it and has said it publicly. He will. You know? And for what he's put his body through all these years, I mean, we should be spending 25 bucks on these protein bars I know. to show our thanks. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll send a... Thank you, Card. <laughs> Kat, this week uh, is yeah. baseball winter meetings in San Diego. The Red Sox are in trouble as they are tied into a bunch of bad deals eating up their payroll. Mm-hmm. Would you rather trade one of baseball's best young players, Mookie Betts, to restock prospects and save money, or go all in and potentially cripple the team for the next decade? I think we keep Mookie. I think we uh, drop some other weight. Like I said, like the pitching. Get rid of David Price. I'd be fine getting rid of Chris Sale. He's been hurt. He's just He's his body can't at this take point. it. Like, let's get rid of the pitching, the money there, and let's find some young guys. But keep bets, always. And we got Bogats, who I like a lot. Chris Sale, he needs to go to Kane's Donuts. Yes, he does. Yeah. He's just his frame. He's six foot seven, about what, 132? Yeah. And a nice guy, competitor. I love him. Oh, yeah, real competitor. He whips the ball. He, he whips throws, the ball. He throws, he throws 99. High, high 90s, but he's just, just your body he could, can't take it. I wish he could stay healthy. Yeah, he can't That's do it. it. I wish they'd shrink the season. Right. <laughs> Mr. Monday, would you I rather... I miss El Guapo. Remember El Guapo? El Guapo. He's three yeah. amigos? He's my Did he favorite. die? Did he get killed uh, in this I country? hope not, because I loved him. I got him a sweater for Christmas. <coughs> Excuse <coughs> me. I liked it because his ra- pants would fit me. Did you, yeah. guys, did you guys go out to dinner together? You and Guapo? Guapo? Yeah. No. no. That's against the law. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what restaurant could you guys he go to? He sounds handsome. Would you rather eat avocado ice cream in a snowstorm <laughs> or hot Dunkin' Donuts coffee at the beach? Avocado. And the, uh, avocado ice cream? Yeah. The avocado was gross. I like it's it. like paste. Remember, the almond, like paste? Remember those almond paste? Remember those almond paste little uh, fruits that your grandmother would have on the table and you'd, yeah, you'd think it was yeah. candy, but it wasn't? It was like war food. <laughs> That's <laughs> what avocado <laughs> was like. It's like a ration. <laughs> Although it's really good for you. I don't care about that. Definitely ice Compared cream to what I eat, I'm sure. I, I don't like, I'm not a Dunkin' Donuts guy. Oh, I am. What do you, what do you get when you go there besides donuts? No, I, I like to go in and get a, a medium hot decaf. If you go in and ask for medium decaf, they go, ice? Yeah, how many uh, times do you have to get order it to get it right over there at uh, Ducks? I like it with almond milk now. Um, well, now you're back in the gym. Well, I'm in training. Yep. And yes. one sugar. Let's give a plug to where you're training, too, by the way. Mike Boyle Strength and Conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. Michael is world famous. He's been That's very great. good to me, bodybyboyle.com. And when I go there, I lose 140 pounds, and I look semi-human. And when I don't go there, I gain 160 pounds, <laughs> and um, I need to fit back on that bicycle seat. And uh, so I'm back over there, and they're great. Bob Hansen's his business partner, not a finer uh, place in the world. The greatest thing about them, though, is they don't care if you're a fat eighth grade kid or if you're playing for a new contract for the Bruins. Treat they the treat same. everybody the same. Right. Everybody's important. That's why I love it. I do the same thing. It got me in legal trouble earlier this year, but <laughs> I heard that about you. know, you. over the Thanksgiving holiday, it seems like everyone was logged on to Netflix watching The Irishman, whether it's three hours movie or bad CGI that turns this thing off with people. I don't know. But uh, the U.S. attorney says that there's more to come in regards to the disappearance of Jimmy Hoffa. Does anybody here know the actual truth? 
Well, I mean, he's buried underneath in the That's what know, I was Rutherford Stadium, isn't he? <laughs> Rutherford Stadium. Right? <laughs> Rutherford. <laughs> isn't, he, isn't he buried in, in New York? Well, he's not buried in Charlestown, I don't think, but... Did you guys see this movie? Because I saw I saw it. the movie. I actually I was watched just the movie. Irishman. Did I you don't like really it? watch movies. I loved it. That was great. Three I was hours. Distracted. That's what I heard. It, it, you could tell it was an 80-year-old man trying to beat up somebody. And, like, he just... He was, right. Well, Wouldn't you love De Niro? Yeah. Yeah, right. Wouldn't right. you love to know the real story? I would, yeah. That's why this was kind of weird. Is Geraldo like, Rivera going to do that? You know, Al Capone wasn't in his vault, but maybe he can find Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, right? I feel like Pacino... What if he opened up Al Capone's vault and found Jimmy Hoffa? That would have been amazing. That would have been a story. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Pacino was... And they were lovers. Pacino was acting like he... Like being some of his other characters in other movies. All of them were, in my opinion. Yeah, I just felt like he was... You know, I don't know... I it was like a, a love letter to them more than telling that story, I felt like. Yeah. I feel like That's a good point. Pacino's no. acting range isn't very wide. He's just the one character that he does, and he just right. does it everywhere. Yeah. Pesci was great. In the scenes where they're age-appropriate, awesome. it's great. But I remember a time where they would cast a younger, up-and-coming actor to play like a Hollywood legend. Uh, remember the movie The Godfather? Didn't they do that where they cast a young... <laughs> who, who was the actor who played him in that? I forget. Oh, yeah. You want to come over here? Sit down. I want to talk to you for a minute. Yeah. Hey, come on over here. It was okay for De Niro to make his bones doing that, but, you know, I can't get... I, I could have been a great young... When I first met you, I movie. thought, very dramatic. Yeah. Theatric. Yeah. yeah. You know? I have Overly big puffy dramatic. sleeves. A lot of drama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have fan art. People draw fan art. And someone drew a picture of you, sent it in. Really? Do we have any fan art? Yeah, Monday <laughs> fans love sending in their handiwork each week, and we love to feature it whenever we can. This first one is from Juan. He's 23 years old. He oh, plays with crayons. Him. And he met you at an event and said your energy was infectious. He said you're so intense that he thought you might strangle someone if they don't like Mondays. Is that the kid from the, uh, uh, the Patriots? What do we think? <laughs> you shook? You know what? I was. That's when I was first started working out of Boils. Back in the uh, <laughs> two, uh, 2008, I think. <laughs> I was looking pretty good. Before I took the bike ride, really. It's <laughs> a good picture of Juan. Yeah. Nice job. It says he a lot. He has a twin brother, Amal, you know. Really? <laughs> yeah, he does. I like the Identi They're identical, you know. His <laughs> blazer one. You've seen them all. You've seen them all. His blazer looks corduroy, I think. Doesn't it? Not see. Which, which it does right? look like corduroy. Next one is from Ricky. He's in. He's a Maldoner. He was an altar boy, and he loves the new Breaking Balls web series, Priest Academy. He cannot wait to see more of this. <laughs> and that is uh, one of the debut characters right there. I'm praying for Ricky right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot of pent-up anger. I wonder what's that from. An altar from? boy with crayons is a dangerous thing. He can recall the events like real time. You know what I mean? <laughs> the last one is from Superfan Karen. She watches the show every week and loves McClaskey's weekly input and the production team behind the studios. <laughs> Since we can't see the people, she thinks that this is what they look like. What are those people called? Gremlins. Pretty much. Yes. I like. You know what? I like the detail. Rocking the double Bs over there. I like that. It's uh, it's three baby Yodas, ladies and gentlemen. We uh, we steady the ship. Well, that fan out's great. I mean, I mean. How many, how many pieces do we get sent in this week? Like 21? We get a lot of like digital fan art, and we usually don't put those up. People spent the postage, so we put those up priority. But everybody should continue to mail them in. Send them to Carlo. Enough of these big booby pictures in your beautiful Monday t-shirts. I want to see your crayon art. I know. I'd rather see the crayon art. <laughs> if you want to impress me, I want light bright art. Ooh. All right? Oh, wow. Fans you could find that on Craigslist. Our fans do not see like that. Yeah. What else do you use Craigslist for? Besides. Guys. You mean now? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know some other things you purchased on Craigslist. Like, give me three things besides the weird shorts. Three things I've purchased on Craigslist. Airdyne bicycles. I buy and sell those. Buy them for 50 you sell them for 250 Okay. Um, nice job. Uh, 
I, I use it to try to find jobs. Yeah, you can find jobs. <laughs> yep. You can find girlfriends real easy. Well, that, it's kind of the same. In that, the free yeah. section. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Casual shit. Miss, missed encounters. Yeah. Have you ever done that? We I should like, start doing that. Are you guys into, like, going on Craigslist, like, the free section? I've never gone on Craigslist. In your life? Never. He doesn't know how to use a computer. <laughs> I do. I like to go on. You know what? I'm, I'm, See digging, that I'm, drink, I'm drinking a, smart water because I need to. You need smart. to drink some more. I know. Um, <laughs> I have a Goodwill art collection. I do. Yeah. I go to the Goodwill. Uh, yeah, the Goodwill has an outlet in Roxbury on uh, Melnia Cass Boulevard, and then they have an outlet next to the regular store, and they have a training facility, so I go there, and I've accumulated about a, at least a dozen pieces of art. You sell it? Sell any of them? No, I keep it. He's a museum curator. I keep it. I do like, have a nice... What kind of art would like, Hank like to buy? Like, you know, it's funny. Like... <laughs> I do have a... A naked lady piece of art that's the size of the TV. Now, I just did that to annoy my daughters. <laughs> right. Is it? She's not spreading or anything, right? <laughs> like, of course! <laughs> Why would you buy a piece is of it, artwork that isn't revealing? Well, is because it artwork naked, oh, it's usually... As long as it's not really scratching nice. That's pornography. It's, it's not artwork. <laughs> Jesus. What do you think? I got paint by number? I keep liking you by the minute. No, I... Even more. I actually Love did this... this guy. Um, his last name is um, Dunley. He's from Westwood. It was a, like a print of a watercolor I got. It's worth like 500 bucks. I paid three bucks for it. At the thing? At the... The Goodwill outlet. Look at that. You want to buy it? I might be interested. I'm curious. my own gallery. Where, when you go to garage sales, where do you go? What towns? <laughs> what towns do you go to garage sales and like which ones you focus on? You got to go to the ones with the nice houses. Right. Yeah. I mean, how many four-car garages are there... Winchester. Oh, you go to Winchester, Weston, Wellesley, the W type. Yeah. Newton. Yeah. Wobbin. Oh. Do you find any art at those places? No, they always want too much money for the art. Really? You got to go to the Goodwill store. That's the God. Yeah. Goodwill. Well, wait till somebody dies and then kind of hang around their house for a while. That mm -hmm. works. I do have one that was a $450 piece of art. It had a woman's name on the back, and I researched it, and it was really weird because she had a place in Washington, D.C., about a mile from where my daughter went to school. And then she had a house in Arlington about a mile from where I lived. So it was kind of weird. There was stalking like, you? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I got the picture, though. Are you stalking her? I got the picture. It's hanging in my dining room. So where can we find your new podcast to let everyone know? When's the next podcast on? Where can you trying to get rid of me? Yeah, he's trying to get rid of me. I want you to stay. I'll, st I'll talk all night. The podcast. All right. Um, the podcast is Loby, Lynchy, and Friends with Hank Morse Podcast. You can find it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I just started a women's hockey podcast with the great Bob Duraney. I'm a big women's hockey fan. That's my huge. The Boston Pride. Boston uh, Pride. Chicks yeah. with sticks. Exactly. That is chicks with Haley sticks. Moore. <laughs> Haley Moore is. Uh, Haley Moore will be on the podcast tomorrow. Haley Moore. She's the president, and uh, she's going to be on the podcast tomorrow. I love women's hockey. Because did, did they the daughter, kicked you, the crap out of the Canadians and won the gold medal. If I can't beat a woman, some my daughters did not play. Too. Tom Brady could be in my living room. My kids would be like, "Yeah, I'll be upstairs on my iPad." <laughs> not not fans of sports at all. You raised them because they hate you poorly. One of them <laughs> likes me maybe less than her sister. That's the one who asked how much life insurance I had before she said, I hope you get hit by a bus. <laughs> oh, gee, I'm sorry. Like, what a cute six-year-old she was. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Terrific carving skills. Ask me that. Off air. 
Don't oh, say hi to her now. She's great. My daughter Abby's awesome. But it is women's ice hockey is huge these days. Like it's the fastest growing sport in America. Yeah, it's pretty big. The I mean, in the All Star game a year ago, um, was it Kendall Coyne Schofield? I think she it's beat some of the guys in the skill. Oh challenge. yeah, right. What the slap shot? A oh, skate. Oh, skating, skating speed. Skate, speed, right, right. And then one of the women I don't remember her name. She won the passing accuracy. Hmm? I mean, they are spectacular. What is that athletes. attributed to? Because is there a rise in hockey viewership overall, or is it just female hockey? Female hockey you know, just got big. Men's game, men, boys, it's saturated. Okay. Now that the the girl, the young girls, you know, young ladies, women, <laughs> that are. What you, have you ever smelled their hockey equipment? It's fucking hard. You smell anybody's hockey equipment. I mean, if it's in the back seat of your car, you, you can still. It. I haven't <laughs> been in the league in five years. Smell my fingers. Ooh, smells like a roast beef. <laughs> Fred, Tom of the Swimmer, right? Yeah. Big Fred's? Big Fred's. Big, Big Fred's was the best. Uh, right next to the track side. Right next to the Way track side. punched me out back in 1991. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a Dapper Dan's at Assembly Square. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Look, you know what? Matter of fact, let me see that jacket. Yeah, I sold you that at Tello's when I worked at the Metal Glow Mall. I, I bought what? this at Joseph's Men's Store. You did? Do you remember Joseph's Men's Store in Saugus? No. Yeah. I remember Joseph Abood made fine stuff. Yeah, that guy's still around. He does, and a nice man, too. Right. Hey, listen, thanks for being a good sport and coming Thank out. Thank you tonight. for having me. Good time. Good time. Good time. Hey, another Monday. Another Monday here and gone. We'll see you next Monday. Monday on three.